Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. So if you guys are anything like me and you struggle with allergies, raise your hand because I am right there with you. I get super itchy throat, itchy ears, and I sneeze like a crazy woman. And it really does prevent me from wanting to take my daily walks with my husband. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. It is designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieves your allergy symptoms and decongests your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes and an itchy nose and sinus congestion and pressure with an ease, which is a exactly what I need. So I have been using them anytime that I have allergies, which has been many, many times. I have found that it has definitely helped me so much where I can go outside again and enjoy my day. So if you guys are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. It is fast and powerful relief. It's just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Let's get into it. Let's just sit down. Let's be girls. Let's chit chat. It's like we're on FaceTime and we're just catching up. So you're like, Jay, how was your weekend? What happened? And this is me telling you. Okay. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. Yay! Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. My name is Janine Amapola. If this is your first time coming to my podcast, I post these every single Tuesday. And I will say we only have about two months left of the podcast because the podcast does go on a break normally during the holiday seasons and I will be getting married in November and I am going to want to have some time with my new husband and holidays and we will be back at around January 15th. I will announce that date eventually, but so crazy to think about how far the season has come, how many listens we've gotten, um, and just how fun this season has been. And so I hope you guys have enjoyed this season thus far. Now, Obviously, it's not ending quite yet, but um, we will have only about two months left, which is kind of crazy. I think that essentially means eight more episodes left. So don't you guys worry. I have some fun ones in the works. Um, But man, I am so excited for today's episode because today we are going to be recapping my bachelorette weekend. Now, I feel like I've never done this before where I just like sat down and talked about an event or a weekend or whatever. And I'll probably want to do this for my wedding as well. And like probably do that with Caleb. Um, and so we'll try to do that like before the official season ends. I just wanted to sit down and chat, chit chat with you guys about it. Talk about the weekend and also talk about just 
engagement season and my thoughts on singleness and just some different things in general. So I hope if you are new here, you will subscribe to the podcast and check it out every single Tuesday and come hang out with me. We do talk all about dating here, health, um, mental challenges, faith. I mean, all sorts of things. So I hope you guys will listen to more of the episodes. And if you are a returning listener, you might have seen on my Instagram and my TikTok that I had my bachelorette weekend this past week. So I want to go all into it, talk all about it, my thoughts and the itinerary and everything. So let's just get right into it. Yay. Alrighty. So I'm going to take a little sip of my energy drink. Um, since coming back from the weekend, I am exhausted. Three of the girls were not feeling well, unfortunately. And so I don't think I've caught that officially, but I just feel really, really run down because it was a very uh, fun but busy weekend, very high energy. And I'm also somebody that like really, really, really craves a nice slow morning and just like having a morning to myself. And I didn't really get that, which is fine. It's like, duh, to be expected on your bachelor weekend. But I'm just like feeling the effects of a super fast paced weekend and um, just a very social weekend, which obviously loved, 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 but I'm having a tough time recovering. So let's take a sip of our energy drink. <sighs> Love it. I'm drinking the one from um, Alani New, the, the Kim K one. It's pretty good. Let's get into it. Let's just sit down. Let's be girls. Let's chit chat. It's like we're on FaceTime and we're just catching up. So you're like, Jay, how was your weekend? What happened? And this is me telling you. Okay. So woke up really, really early and Caleb was so sweet and brought me to the airport. And I think I woke up at 7 a.m. I had to jump in the shower, put on my outfit. I had got a spray tan the night before, which I'm so glad I did. Having a little bit of color because... It sounds kind of crazy, but in the month of August in Dallas, I did not go to the pool once, which is very abnormal for me because in the month of August in Dallas, it is by far the worst, the hottest time to be in Dallas. And uh, it's almost so bad where you're just like, I don't even want to leave my house. Like, I just want to sit in AC. I want to put ice packs on my head and I literally want to do nothing. And that is what August was for me. So I started to kind of lose my little summer bronze. And there's this place in Dallas called Sugarden Bronze, speaking of bronze. And um, I got a spray tan there. So I'm really, really glad I did that. And I packed, I planned out every single outfit. I tried on every single thing. I sent photos to Maddie and my friend Penny and was like, what do I get? And I had people texting me, be like, should I wear this? Should I not? Because I had 15, sorry, 14 girls coming. And then it was 15, including me. And so we had a whole group chat. Everyone's like, what should I wear? Blah, blah, blah. So the fun thing is though, that my, my best friend, Maddie and Penny, they made an entire itinerary of what to wear, what to do. We made outfit inspo. So I went on Pinterest and I went and saved a ton of outfits for everybody to get because I didn't want there to be any confusion of like, okay, what should I bring? What should I wear? So I made outfit inspo because I was a very, I was very particular in the sense of like, Hey, Saturday night, I want you guys to wear blue. And then the next day I'll wear blue and you guys wear white. And so I had it very, very set out what each outfit would be, which I know can kind of be a little annoying in the sense of people probably having to shop more or having to be like, oh, what if I don't have that? And I am fully aware and understanding that bachelorettes have gotten a little crazy. Like I, I am fully aware of that because it almost kind of feels like there's a little bit more pressure to have this extravagant, cool, crazy bachelorette. And I'm just here to tell you, like, if yours is just very like 
normal and chill or simple or on a lower budget, like truly there is nothing to feel bad about that. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, and thankfully what I'm going to say is I'm just genuinely so glad, like we worked on a lot of brand partnerships to where it was way more affordable than normal because I've been to bachelorettes where I have literally paid $900. And I was like, I do not want to put my bridesmaids in that position because it's a little absurd. Like that is absolutely an overly expensive weekend that I just don't think is necessary nor fair to anybody, honestly, because I mean, some people just cannot afford that. And I'm understanding that. So we try to find ways to make it cost efficient as much as possible. And I provided pajamas for my girls, robes, slippers, workout outfits, uh, a swimsuit. We got the house for free. And then Maddie was so unbelievably kind. And she got so many different partnerships for dinner the night, the first night, a comped dinner the second night, a comped, no, no, it wasn't comped brunch. Uh, they gave us some freebies and then even the boat was free because we did some partnerships. Now I am obviously totally understanding that that is an influencer's perspective and I'm fully aware of that. And I know that not everyone can afford that. And so I just want to say I'm super, super grateful. Um, so if you guys can't do that, like there are ways to find it more budget friendly or cost efficient because it is like, if we were paying for everything, like I just would not have made my bridesmaids do that. And so I haven't told Maddie like, Hey, if that brunch can't be covered, I'm totally fine with us just eating whatever food we have at the house. And so she thankfully was like, no, 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 I got it. We got it covered. But bachelorettes have a crazy high expectation almost now. And so just know, like, obviously I think I kind of fed into that, but a lot of it were brands offering to be like, Hey, we want to send you a swimsuit. We want to send you this and that. And so super, super thankful for that. But if I think if I didn't have that, I would try to find a way to make it way more affordable for my bridesmaids because that's just like, you know, it's just like unobtainable sometimes, you know? So I will say the weekend was a lot more affordable for my girls than most, which I'm really thankful for because like I said, I've been to some where I was like, holy moly, that's like a rent, like that's like someone's rent right there in one weekend. You know what I mean? So like, I just was trying to be conscious of that, you know? Listen guys, Janine and I have been married for six months and the reason why it is a beautiful marriage, it's because of Thrive Market. Thrive Market, thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. We genuinely love you so much because of Thrive Market. We're able to save so much time through ordering all our grocery and household essentials through the app or website. Uh, guys, it's just a huge stress relief and you guys also know I have gut issues, like really, really, really bad. So finding, you know, food with top quality ingredients is super crucial for me. And Thrive Market not only does that, but they restrict a, over a thousand harmful ingredients like artificial flavors, high fructose corn syrup, and a lot more. And guys, when, if you're parents and you have, you need to find organic kid snack, they have low sugar alternatives and high protein essentials. Jenny and I are also training for our marathon, so it is so beneficial that we can find all of our protein options and snacks through Thrive Market. And guys, save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com healthy for 30% off your order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com healthy, thrivemarket.com healthy. It was just so freaking fun. Like I genuinely did not know what to expect, but I knew with the group of girls that I had, it would be so fun. And so I had 
14 girls there and a lot of them are from completely different walks of life, but a lot of them actually knew each other. So I'll kind of just go down the list. So I had my four sisters. I had my oldest sister, Celestine, who lives in Austin. My other sister, Adine, who lives in Seattle. She's after Celestine in the age group. Then Angela, who's after that, but there's a brother in between Adine and Angela. She lives in Austin and she has two kids. And then my sister, Vanya, who lives in Alaska, and she was my maid of honor. And so Vanya was really helpful and she helped um, Penny and Maddie like plan out different things. And Vanya was so sweet and she got like tons of stuff for the goodie bag. She got like glasses and makeup wipes and liquid IVs and chapsticks. Like she just put little extra goodie bags and stuff, which I thought was just so freaking sweet. And so I had my four sisters and I had Maddie whom y'all know Maddie, but Maddie and I were roommates, Penny and I, who we were, we've been friends for like seven years. I met her in middle school, but we weren't really friends and we became friends in college. Then I had Sarah Partain, which is actually funny. I met her through my ex in California, but we stayed friends and she's literally the best. Sarah Herring, who is Sarah Partain's best friend. And we were all in a friend group in California. Emily Lohman, who was also um, in the friend group with both those Sarahs I just mentioned, and we knew each other from California. Riley, who's one of my best friends, and you guys might know Riley because she was on my podcast. She is one of my bridesmaids, and she also... Um, I met Riley through my friend Sarah Herring, but Riley and I became best friends, and I was in her wedding in January. Then we had Alyssa, who Alyssa also was one of my best friends in California. We were in the same Bible study when I lived in California, and we lived like two blocks away from each other, like maybe like four blocks away from each other, whatever. And we would watch The Bachelor like every Monday together. We were best friends, like still our best friends, like ride or die type of girl. And um, she was also, she's also my bridesmaid. Then I had my friend Nicoletta. So she's in my Bible study here in Dallas and goes to my church and she's house party. Danny, whom Danny and I have known each other for like eight years. We were roommates for two years and we've just been friends for like freaking forever. And I was so thankful that she came. She was such a blessing and she's in my house party. Then I had, so like I said, Emily Lohman was also house party and then all my bridesmaids. And so I'm trying to double check. Is that all my bridesmaids? But I'm pretty sure that was it. So my four sisters, Riley, Penny, uh, Alyssa, Sarah, Sarah, Maddie, Alyssa, and and my best friend. Okay. So last person, childhood, childhood, best friend, Cammy. Cammy and I literally grew up down the road from each other. Like she knew me literally since I was one years old and we did everything together as children. And so she's also in my wedding party and she's my bridesmaid. So those are all the people that came. I'm hoping I didn't miss anybody, but I don't think I did, but I'm pretty sure that was everybody. So let me just double check. Cause I would be like, so freaking like embarrassed if I forgot to show somebody, but I'm pretty sure I got everybody. Okay. Yeah, I did. So that was just like, it was like literally the best weekend. So we started off by all wearing black and I wore white and we landed there. And then unfortunately we couldn't check into the house until like three 30, but we landed around 10 30 AM. So everyone went and met at this little cafe. So all of us Ubered over to this cafe and it was really sweet because my friend Penny called this, this cafe before called the cottage. It's in La Jolla, which I used to spend. Okay. This is actually like kind of a fun fact. La Jolla has like a lot of memories for me, but it, like it wasn't like I was going back because of this, but I used to date someone down there and maybe some of y'all know him, but the La Jolla, I spent so much time there and it's just like a really like sweet neighborhood for me in San Diego. And, um, so we went to this little cottage there and I've been there in the past and it's just like so many like great memories in that city. And it was just really sweet and nostalgic to be back, but also kind of a full circle moment because to be honest, La Jolla is where like I went through one of my worst breakups and it was a really like difficult breakup. But going back and being with my girls and being like, oh, I'm getting like married this time. Like 
that was genuinely so sweet to have a full circle moment with the Lord, almost being like, God, thank you for showing me that even though like that breakup was in 2019, that God, you heard my prayers. And I still went through some difficult stuff in between that and had some heartbreak in between that, even after that. And still went through so much of like, God, where's my husband? When is this going to happen? And just kind of going through some difficult times in that city. And it was really cool to kind of get to go back and be like, oh my gosh, like even though, yeah, I, you know, experienced some heartbreak in 2019, like being here, like God used everything, God redeemed everything. And all my friends that were in my bridal party, like walked through that breakup with me and now have met Caleb and know Caleb and love Caleb and like affirmed him. And it was just like the sweetest thing. So I'll get to the affirmation part afterwards. So we went to this cafe called the cottage and Penny called ahead and the guy was like, are you Janine? And I was like, yeah, I am. And he's like, oh my gosh, my name is Jason. And I remembered who Jason was from when I was there, like four years ago. It was really crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, I remember you. And so he was really sweet and stored all of our bags for us. And he was really kind and just like gave us all like a free drink and we just got like mimosas. And so I will say I'm not a big drinker. Those mimosas were really, really good. Um, but I was just like, that was really sweet of him. So we got mimosas and then we went back to the Airbnb. Actually, no, sorry. We walked around the Hoya. We all kind of like looked around and some people shopped. I didn't, but we just got coffee and then caught up because a lot of us haven't seen each other in a while. And the reason why this weekend too was so special for me was because my sisters, they, they all live in different you know, states and different cities. And none of them have really met my other bridesmaids in my bridal group. And so it was really sweet for them to spend time and actually meet my friends and ask them questions and them know each other. Because obviously when it gets to the wedding, like you want your wedding party to feel more comfortable and feel like they know each other. And I felt like this weekend, like really, really did that. And so a lot of them were like, wow, this just makes so much more sense. Like why you are the way you are, because like I've seen you now with your sisters. And so it was just so tender to kind of get to see them all like mesh together and my two worlds collide of like childhood best friends, sisters, and then California friends, and then a Dallas, Dallas friends, and just people from like all seasons of my life. Like all of them had watched me go through so many different things. And like when you are going through your bridal party or when you're trying to pick bridesmaids, like you don't want to pick necessarily just based off of history. You want to pick based off of like who has been there for me through literally thick and thin because so many friends can be there in the utmost highs or some of them can be there in just the lows because maybe they're secretly happy that you are, you know, not doing the best. And so when you're considering your bridal party, you want to look at the people that have been there for you through thick and thin that have prayed over you, that have fought for you. You can be honest with them. You can trust them. You can lean on them. And two, that support you in your relationship. Like ultimately, it would be really, really hard to have someone in my bridal party that didn't fully support my relationship or didn't like Caleb or didn't, you know, wasn't genuinely happy for me. Like I just couldn't do that, you know? And that was actually like a really difficult thing when deciding bridesmaids or even house party, trying to figure out who to include. And also there's just so many girls in my life from different periods that it was challenging trying to decide. And even if some girls didn't necessarily, you know, they weren't in the bridal party or the house party, you know, didn't mean that I didn't love them or I didn't care about them, but you know, you can only have so many girls. Like, otherwise you're going to end up having like 25 girls. And I was like, wait, this is like too many. So I capped it at 15 and I did have one more friend in Dallas that couldn't make it. So technically 16, but you just kind of have to like evaluate. And it, it is a little bit of an awkward thing when you're trying to pick your bridal party because you're, you're having to almost 
assess your friendships with this person and kind of audit them and kind of look back and say, okay, like, have you been there for me? What has our friendship looked like? Because sometimes you can be like besties with somebody for like a month or a year and then y'all drift. And then you're like, oh, that was kind of interesting. But what I've come to find is that that is very normal. And that is just a part of life is that friendships do change. Seasons change. Sometimes you may be really close with somebody and then you're not anymore. Or that, you know, you may have been you know, something for that person and maybe they're not for you and vice versa, or you just bonded over something in a season and then you don't bond anymore. And that's kind of okay, you know? And so I think that's like the hard part about bridal party and stuff like that is that some people may think that they are closer or that they should have been involved or um, they're wondering maybe why they didn't get asked. And for me, like there's never like a hard feeling or never like, oh, I don't like you as a friend, but you know, you do have to choose wisely. And also you can't have like 20 girls standing next to you. So I just hand selected and chose and, um, was trying to be a little bit, you know, like mindful of that because I wanted to include so many people, but you just naturally can't, you know? So it was just really sweet getting to see everybody like meet up and become friends and mingle and hear each other's stories. And it was just so sweet. So after that, we finally checked into the Verbo, which was so sweet. And I was really thankful that Verbo did partner with me in getting the house. And it was just like the best thing ever. The view was so stunning. It was like such a cool house. It had a pool, this amazing bonfire spot. I mean, it was like the coolest thing. I'm so grateful for that. So everyone, um, we had dinner, we got to Kaya, which was one of my favorite restaurants that I ate in California all the time. It's like a Mexican restaurant. And we got to Kaya delivered to us and they sent us food, which was really sweet. And then everyone got dressed up for the, um, movie night. So Maddie like partnered up with this company that brought like this outdoor movie thing and like all these pillows. And it was the most amazing thing. Everyone got in the robes I gave them from Birdie Gray. They're the softest little pajamas. I got everyone's like initials on the pajamas, which was just so fun. I just like love personalized details like that. So if you're ever getting married or doing a birthday gift, like just adding that little touch of personalization really does make it so special. Like adding their nicknames or adding their initials or just even like their letter, like J. It just makes it feel so much more unique and personalized. And I just love that. So everyone opened up their goodie bags and I got them like makeup and skincare, pajamas, robes, slippers, um, monogrammed uh, toiletry bags that I custom made with Etsy. We got them all a little tote bag. My sister got everyone like hair ribbons and sunglasses. And like I said, the liquid IV and the makeup remover wipes and stuff. So we just gave everyone so many things. I gave them workout outfits from Fabletics and a swimsuit. And it was just like literally the best. Like everyone was so thankful and so thankful to the brands also. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so tender. Like watching everybody open up their gifts and everything. So we had this movie night and that was just kind of like the night when everyone got to like fully, fully catch up and see each other and ask each other questions and start to mingle and get to know each other. And everyone wore their like comfy little pajamas. And it was like this like cutie girly, like slumber night feel. And it was just like the sweetest thing. And I just like looked at it and it was just so surreal. Like I stepped out from afar and looked at all my girls and the beautiful view and the, the city and the skyline. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm like, this is the moment I've prayed for. This is the moment I have waited for and it was so worth it. And it was just so cool to see the vision come to life because Maddie, Patty and I had been working kind of on The Bachelorette for like probably already like three months at that point. And so just to see it come to life was just so sweet. I'm gonna take another little sip of my drink. Hold on. So then this was like one of my favorite parts was 
we did a little movie night. They put on the movie Bridesmaids for just like a little bit, but everyone was like, honestly, way too wrapped up in like catching up and having fun and laughing and getting to know each other that we like really didn't watch the movie. We watched like one section of the movie when she's like on the plane and everyone was like dying laughing. And then finally Maddie was like, okay, we have a surprise for you. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? So she turns on this video on the movie projector and it was Caleb on the video. And basically there's this game that often happens at bachelorette weekends. And I did this for like Penny's bachelorette, Maddie's bachelorette, Jack and Riley's bachelorette or Riley's bachelorette. And it's basically where the groom or, you know, the fiance will, uh, they'll ask him a question. Like, for example, like when was the first time you knew you loved Janine? And then I have to guess what I think he's going to say before he says it. So they'll pause the video and then I'll be like, okay, I'm pretty sure he like knew he loved me at blank. And then they'll play the video and then they'll see if I'm right. And it's honestly so fun, like getting to see how well you and your partner know each other. And if your answers are the same and there was actually so funny, like there was this one question and it was like, what's the most annoying thing that Janine does? And they paused the video and I was like, I, I already know what he's going to say. I was like, he's going to say he gets so annoyed that I leave eggs in the pan. And I was like, he hates it because he always has to end up cleaning up for me. He'll come over and he'll be like, Jay, you didn't wash your pan again. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like I've been so busy. So I, that was my answer. And then they played the video and he was like, it bothers me so much when Jay doesn't clean her pan. And everyone just started like dying laughing. They're like, Oh my gosh. Like you knew, you knew. And I was like, I knew he was going to say that. So it was kind of sweet getting to like, uh, match that or whatever and see if our answers were pairing well. And so that's like one of my favorite things on the bachelorette weekends, because it really just makes the bride feel so special and loved. And like, you get to see your man and your bridesmaids get to see a little bit more of your man before the wedding and stuff. So I just thought that was like, so, so sweet. For this next section, I actually wanted to bring in Caleb because he did something that I was not expecting at all. And so after we finished, hi, Caleb, welcome to the podcast. Hi, baby. Hi, baby. <laughs> um, after we finished the little game, which I love, that was so fun. And you were like making my bridesmaids crack up. Like you were so funny in that. It was funny videoing and, uh, I rewatched it and I was like, this is, I felt like it was cringy, but then if you like think about it in context, I was like, okay, maybe it'll actually be funny when you have all the girls around. Yeah. But it was so weird filming, filming something like that to like a silent audience and trying to make it funny was like super difficult. I did it twice. (laughs) Well, you did a good job because everyone was dying laughing. That this looks like a hundred thousand dollar bachelorette party and it's like really not. Yeah. But I mean, I addressed that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. No, I was saying like, that's why I literally addressed that in the beginning of the podcast, because I was like, otherwise this weekend would have been like an $1,000 weekend. And I'm very conscious of that because I have been to bachelorettes that were 900 plus dollars. And I just never wanted to put my bridesmaids in that position. And so Maddie and I and Penny, we were all very conscious of like, how do we make this the most affordable? And we partnered with so many brands, thankfully, but I was telling the beginning, like if your bachelorette is not as, as extravagant as this, like that is okay. And I'm sorry if I also maybe made someone feel like, oh, I'll never have a bachelor like that. But because of the job, you know, it definitely is helpful. Um, so I definitely think that it's like a weird iffy, iffy position, but I, I don't take anything for granted. Like I promise y'all I don't. That's awesome. Well, do you have anything else? I'll maybe have you come back later, but I got to finish out ch- chatting about the weekend. What do you, what else do you got to talk about? Everything. I got to finish talking about all the deeds of the weekend. Have you, babe. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. And for my bag. <laughs> yeah. 
that was actually so helpful having Caleb be in that section with me and he'll come back at the end. So that happened uh, Friday night. And then um, that was just like so, so sweet. And I'm always like very conscious about conscientious of talking about designer stuff because I know it can be like kind of an interesting iffy topic. But I also to, to anybody else, like I would never want to look at someone else's life and maybe this is a separate podcast, but condemn them or judge them of like, oh, you own this. I think obviously we should be wise and smart about how we spend our money, but I, I can't tell somebody whether they should buy something designer or not. It's personally not my total go-to. Um, but I also don't think it would be fair for me to condemn somebody if they did get a designer bag. So anyway, so that was so, so sweet and such a fun tender moment. And then we did the coastal grandma, grandma's game night theme, which I don't know if you saw my Instagram, but go watch it because we all dressed up as grandmas. And it was by far my favorite part or one of the, my favorite parts of the weekend. Everyone showed up. I literally went to the thrift store because I knew everyone was ordering their outfits off of Amazon. And I was like, nah, like I got to get something different. So I like went all through the thrift store, high and low, picked out the most perfect outfit. It literally looks like some other's, like someone's grandma, Betsy, owned this piece of clothing, which is why my grandma named that night was Grandma Betsy. So make sure you guys should go check out the TikTok on the Instagram because you get to see everyone's costumes. And it was just honestly so funny. Like you could see me, if you go watch the um, the recap on my highlight tab called Bachelorette Weekend, you can hear me literally cackling in the background. Like I was losing my voice because of how hard I was laughing. And like, when I asked everybody at the end, like, what was your favorite part? Everybody said the grandma part because we all like dance and just like did the dumbest videos and everyone thought of their names. Like people were just dying laughing. And it was, I highly recommend if you were having a bachelorette, like do something dumb and goofy. Like instead of us going like the super sexy route, we were like, let's go the grandma dumb goofy route. And I'm so glad I did because People thought it was hilarious and I thought it was hilarious and I wanted to do something like kind of out of the box for my bachelorette weekend and that was that. So definitely like the literal highlight of the weekend. I had just so much fun with that. And then later that night, we did the lingerie show. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this is always interesting to talk about, but yes, all my girls gave me a pair of lingerie and I had to guess what that lingerie or who the lingerie was from. And then I tried on some of it for the girls. I only tried on four pieces and then some girls were tired because at this point it had already gotten pretty late. Like there was a couple moms on the group, like Danny, Cammie and Angela. And I was like, Hey, if y'all want to go to bed, I'm like, go to bed. Like, I'm not going to force you to stay up. So a lot of the girls went to sleep because there was a time change. So the Texas girls, including myself were really, really tired. So I stayed up a little later. Cause I was like, yo, we got to try these on with my girls. So some of my girls stayed up and we like tried it all on. Cause that's actually what we did at their bachelorette weekends, which was actually fun. So it was just so weird and surreal because I have been to so many bachelorettes at this point in my life. Like I think I've been to like 10 plus probably like 12 at this point because I've been in 12 weddings. And, um, I remember always just sitting there feeling like, Oh, this will like never be me or like this weekend will never be mine. Or I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Like seriously. And it was just so surreal being like, Oh wait, like I'm the one trying on the clothing this time. Like I'm the one that people are looking towards or looking to. It was just so it was so surreal almost because, you know, as someone has, that has dreamt of marriage and wanted marriage and desired it, you know, I'm getting lit, married at 29 years old. And I mean, in my twenties, I've been to so many weddings. And so, um, that was just definitely like 
interesting. And I was like, whoa, like this is so crazy. So anyway, that was so much fun. And then the next day we just did breakfast at the house, read the Bible. I'm going through the book of Corinthians right now, first and second Corinthians with you guys on my Instagram. So make sure you guys are following me. I read first Corinthians that whole weekend because on September 1st is when we started the Bible challenge. And so I've been reading a chapter a day. So I made sure to get that read and prioritize that in the morning. And then people started like slowly waking up and we would just kind of chit chat and hang out and drink coffee and catch up and all the things. And so we were actually supposed to have a picnic um, on Saturday and it, we woke up and it was raining and I was like, what the frick? Like I was like kind of disappointed, but also I was like, whatever, because often what I find at bachelor weekends, if there's just too many things in one day, it's just impossible to get everything done with that many people. Everyone starts to get really tired. You're running late. Everyone wants enough time to get ready. Like you really do want to carve out a good timeline for your bridesmaids to wear like they can still get sleep and you can have time to eat and you can have time to get ready and get a little bit of downtime. And for me, that was such a priority because I have been to some bachelorettes where it was so back to back to back to back that you just never felt like you had time to rest or to sleep or just to have a normal conversation. And so I really prioritized that and wanted that. Like I laid that out from the beginning. I was like, hey, I really want to have time for us to chill. So we had a workout planned for the morning And we were going to do that at 8.30 a.m., but everyone was so tired that so many people slept in until like 9 or 10. And so it was raining anyway, so we were like, okay, maybe we can just push back back the schedule. But we had this picnic we were supposed to go to on the beach at 11.30 a.m., And Maddie and I were like trying to make a game time decision. We're like, what do we do? Like, it's raining. Should we cancel? Should we push it back to the next day? Like, did not know what to do, but the rain was not clearing up. So unfortunately we had to cancel the picnic and it was supposed to be this like super cute little picnic on the beach. Everyone's going to wear their little matching blue swimsuits and cute little cover-ups. But unfortunately the rain did not stop till like way later in the afternoon. And so we canceled that which in turn actually ended up being a little bit better because we got to push back the workout, have a little bit of a longer workout, which was so fun because my sister Celestine, she's an instructor. She used to train with P-Volve or she does train with P-Volve, P-Volve and Equinox. And she's trying to become a Pilates instructor. So she led the entire workout. It was so fun. Like we were actually all like breaking sweats. Like everyone was like dying. Like I'm sore. This hurts my butt because we did uh, glutes and everything. And so it was really fun getting to like see my sister in action and involve her in that somehow. And so then we had more time to like chill and just like kind of get ready. So turns out the sun ended up finally clearing up. We didn't get to do the beach picnic, but we were like, we have an hour and a half. Let's go to the beach. So everyone quickly got ready. We all got our matching swimsuits on. We all got our little beach bags. We loaded up the cooler, got our snacks, got some cute little bubbly drinks. And my friend Riley, since she lives in San Diego already, she brought the surfboards, which when I lived in California, I learned how to surf and I learned how to specifically surf in La Jolla, which was where my, my bachelorette was. So again, it was just such like a fun little full circle moment for me when Riley like brought the boards and I looked at the ocean. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so sweet. The water was way, way colder than I was expecting because of the rain, but I didn't have a wetsuit. So Riley and I were like, let's send it. And Riley is one of my most like bold, courageous, like, let's just do it. Like whatever, send it. Like that's my type of friend with her. And so she and I were like, okay, should we go? And should we not? So after we chilled on the beach for a little bit and we kind of chatted with everybody, we were like, we've got to go surfing. That was on the itinerary. I just wanted to go surfing. That was like my number one thing. I was like, I just want to get in the ocean. So we both said to each other, as long as we get one wave, we'll be happy. So we both, we went out there together and it is just so freaking fun. It is so like nostalgic for me and just sitting out there. It is the most serene, calm, 
fun, most just surreal feeling. Like you're just sitting out there in the nature, no cell phones. The sun is beaming on you. You're like seeing little seaweed and fish below you. And you're just sitting with your best friend on your board. And you're like, oh my gosh, like these are the moments I've prayed for. Like I, I am so content. And so I just had so many moments like that where I was like, oh my gosh, like this weekend is here. Like this is the moment that I waited for on the itinerary. And it was just so fun getting to surf with Riley. So I got one wave. She got like three. She's a, she's a little bit of a better surfer because she lives in San Diego and surfs all the time. And we just had so much fun. So we went back and everyone was done having their little beach time and everyone got a lot of sun. Thank God. Cause even my sister, she lives in Alaska. She doesn't get like any sun there. She was like, bake me sun. Like as much as the sun could bake her, she was soaking it up. And um, I was like, you get it, girl. She was like super burnt by the end of it. And I was happy for her because she just wanted some color. So we went back, went back up to the house and everyone got ready. And this was the coastal cowgirl night. So this is when I wore white and everyone wore blue and everyone showed up. Everyone had the cutest outfits, nailed the color scheme, nailed the boots, just looked so cute. And I was just so proud of everybody and all their outfits and all the efforts they put into it. I was just so thankful. And so this was so just like cute. Like everyone really just showed up and looked amazing. And everyone, I was like, I was just like, oh my gosh, my girls are so cute. So we took some pictures on the balcony and you guys can see those on my Instagram. We went to this restaurant in San Diego called Puesto. And this was the restaurant that was really sweet. And they comped a lot of our meal. We didn't have to pay for some extra things, but they comped a lot of the meal. And it was so good. If you ever go to San Diego, go to Puesto and get their tacos. Unbelievable, truly. So that was delicious. Then this was the night that we were going to go to this one place called Moonshine. And Moonshine is a line dancing bar. So when, I, when I'm when i saying bar, I don't want you to get the picture in my head of us being like, eh, we're at the bar. Like, that, I promise you that's not what it was. No one, like everyone had a drink at dinner. And I even prefaced from like very early on on my TikTok, like this is not going to be a crazy rowdy weekend. This is going to be a fun, wholesome weekend. Like nobody's getting blacked out drunk. No one's going to be hung over the next day. Like it was just a very like tame, normal weekend. Like everyone had a drink at dinner. So we went to Moonshine so we could go line dancing. And we were in line. We're waiting for the group. Some girls started to get sick because some girls were not feeling their best. And so the group was starting to kind of be like, okay, what do we do? So one girl ended up having to go back to the house so she could go to sleep. And we get in line to go dancing. And one of my friends, her ID was expired. So then the the bouncer was like, okay, what do you guys want to do? Because she can't go in. And my friend being so sacrificial, she was, it was Riley. She was like, Jay, I'll just wait in the car. I'll just wait in the car. Like, don't worry, like go dance. I'll wait in the car and then I'll come get you guys later. And I was like, Riley, like, I don't, it's like not as fun if you're not there, you know? Then everyone was like, Jay, do you want to go dancing? I was like, okay, yes, I want to go dancing. Then they were trying to charge a crazy amount of money for the entire group. And I didn't want to make everyone pay. So I was like, okay, like, let's just not go. So we ended up not going there. And everyone's like, let's just go get ice cream. And I just like really wanted to go dancing because you know, everyone was dressed up wearing their boots. And I just like thought it'd be really, really fun to go dancing. And I was like, oh, like, I don't really want to go get ice cream. But I was like, hey, if everyone wants to go get ice cream, we will. And one of my problems is like, I can definitely be a people pleaser. And so every, even though everyone was like, Jay, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to go dancing? I didn't want to like domineer the group or be like a bridezilla in the sense of like, no, I don't care what y'all say. We're going to go dancing. So I was like, okay, yeah, like we can go get ice cream. But 
I noticed that I was kind of starting to feel a little disappointed because it felt like the night wasn't like what I originally intended because I really wanted everyone to like dance and do the line dancing. And at this one place called Moonshine, they have like girls on the stage that like teach you how to do the dances. And there's like couples dances and stuff. And I like really was like looking forward to that. So we didn't end up doing that, which was totally okay. So then we get in line at this other place and the guy is trying to basically like persuade us to do bottle service. And I was like, sir, I think you're asking the wrong group. I was like, we just want to go dancing. And he was like trying to like convince me like, okay, I'll give you guys a discount, like a hundred dollars, get you guys a table, get you guys a bottle. I was like, sir, I was like, we literally just want to go dancing. And he was like, okay, fine. So he was like really sweet though. Ended up covering the cost of us getting inside. We all went dancing for like 30 minutes. And then I could tell everyone was kind of getting sleepy. I was honestly getting really, really tired as well. And so we left. So we did get to go dancing in the end. Everyone was such a good sport. And everyone was like, no, Jay, like we want you to be happy. If you want to go dance, let's go dancing. So we went dancing and then went home and it was like a super easy, like chill night. Then the next day was Jesus time. So now we were on to Sunday and this was by far one of my most favorite days. So it was Sunday, we had a little bit of a slower morning. Um, this day I purposely left open a little bit so we could have more downtime. So we just had um, brunch, Jesus time, and then we left the afternoon open and then we were going on a boat at 5 p.m. for sunset. So everyone woke up, had a little bit of a slower morning. It was kind of hard getting everyone out of bed because everyone was pretty tired, which I understood. And so what everyone did, which was just the sweetest thing, we all met outside. Everyone came with their Bibles and their journals and letters that everyone had written for me. I wrote all my bridesmaids a letter as well. So like I gave all of them their letters and then everyone gave me a letter. And then we all went around for like easily 30 to 40 minutes. And this was just the most tender part of the weekend, which I encourage everybody to carve this out. It was by far the best, most encouraging, best part of the weekend was everyone just coming around and speaking life over both Caleb and I, giving me marriage advice, encouraging Caleb, encouraging me, speaking life and just to who Caleb was and the qualities that they had seen in him. And it's just really sweet when you get to see the things that people have noticed about your partner. Like, of course I know these cause I'm obviously marrying him, but it's really sweet and affirming when you see people on the outside, see these two and speak into that. And so, you know, my sisters kept going on and on and on about how impressed they were of him at Christmas and how he bought everyone a gift. And they knew his character was amazing. And Maddie, how Maddie was like, Jay, like I knew he was the one from day one. And even at Maddie's wedding, some of my girlfriends, Sarah and Sarah, they were the ones that were like, oh, we knew Caleb was the one from we when we first met him. And people speaking words over him, like I see him as a David in the Bible. And yes, he was the youngest. And yes, people overlooked him, but God chose him for you. And like, there were so many prophetic words that were just spoken over me that I was like, oh my gosh. Like I was like actually like sobbing and like Danny had the sweetest words and like she's crying and I'm crying and my sisters are crying, Maddie's crying, like, Everyone was crying and, it, and I just feel like if you do anything at your bachelorette weekend or just anything, like if you're ever a bridesmaid, like make time for that, make time for Jesus, make room for Jesus, bring in his presence, bring in your Bibles, pray over the bride and it will mean the world to her because it literally meant like the world to me. And on the plane ride home is when I got to really journal and pray and read the Bible. And in Proverbs 13, 20, it says that, um, if you walk, walk with the wise and become wise, a companion of fools suffers harm. And I thought about that week, that verse in that weekend. And I was like, man, no, no wonder why, like I have grown so much in my faith is because I've surrounded myself by so many 
incredible women. And I was just so thankful. Like all their words just genuinely meant the world to me. And so that was just like the most tender thing and highly recommend to do that even at a birthday party or a girl's trip or whatever, like finding time to speak life over each other and just getting to hear what my friends thought about Caleb was just so, so encouraging and just over our relationship. So absolutely love that. So then we all immediately got ready for brunch. We went to this adorable place called Wolfie's Carousel restaurant. I forgot what else it's called, but it was a brunch spot. It literally has a carousel inside the restaurant that rotates. It was so cute. Incredible food. They had these like little beignets. Is that, is that what it's called? Beignets? Yeah. And oh my gosh, I could not stop eating them because they were so good. And everyone just loved the restaurant. On this day, I wore blue and everyone wore white. So we swapped colors. I wore this super cute little dress that I got from this brand called, called Commence. It didn't fit me properly, but no one had to know that. And so I love that because we got to share more of my like childhood stories because my sisters and Cami, like they've known me since I was literally in diapers. They got to share those stories with my friends of like when I, oh, okay, this is actually kind of funny. When I was younger, I always was the first one to go pick up the phone. So like if anybody ever called my house phone, I was like, hello. And then I would be like, in my little baby voice, I'm like, hello. And I was obsessed with phones ever since I was young. And then when we were younger, my brother had this like tape recorder and had a microphone attached to it. And I would pretend I had my own radio show, which just goes to show you guys, I have always dreamt of having my own like talk show. Like I literally had my own theme song. My sisters and my, my brother like made this theme song for me. I don't know why, but it was called, this was the, <laughs> this was the theme song that we all started singing this weekend. Shane is the station of L O V E. And so like in my nickname or in my family, my nickname is Shane, which ended up turning out to be Jane or Janie. So my family calls me Jane a lot and they called me Shaney or Janie. So I don't know why, but I've always known I was going to talk on a microphone and here we are nowadays on my podcast, which is just so cool. And I've always been like obsessed with my phone and I was obsessed with like recording things. And so it all made sense. Like, it's just funny how when you relive those stories or you hear those stories from your family, you're like, oh, like God was showing me from a very early young age, like you're going to talk, you're going to be on your phone a lot, probably. And you're going to be videoing yourself a lot. And it's so weird how God wires you as a kid for certain things. And so it's almost like an encouragement to you, like look back at what you were obsessed with as a kid. And maybe that's something that has your passion and purpose in it, you know? So it was just really sweet having my sisters share with my friends, childhood stories that I forgot about or things that I didn't, wasn't just going to like randomly tell them and have them share those moments with my friends. And it was just really sweet and full circle again. So we went home and we kind of all walked around town a little bit, got some iced coffee, which was so good. And then everyone was so tired. We purposely, like I said, left the afternoon open. Everyone went and took naps because everyone was that tired. And so I took a nap, everyone took a nap. And then we immediately got up, got ready to go to the boat. So we got this like incredible double-decker, beautiful boat. I don't know if it's considered a yacht or a boat. I'm not really sure, but it was so cool. Like it literally was like a house on the water had like a kitchen and a full bath and full bedroom. And it was just such a great, awesome boat. It was for this company called Boat Setter. And Maddie ended up getting that for me. And it was just so sweet. We just posted content for them. And that was where we had just like some of the most intentional conversation. Like every time I would look around on the boat, two of the girls were just like having a heart to heart or people were crying and they were bonding over something or they were sharing something about their childhood or their past or their current struggles. And it was just such a cool weekend to just see how 
much everyone bonded and especially as believers, how everyone bonds over this commonality of a shared faith and how everyone spurred each other on and like just getting to have all my friends from different walks of life unite and and meet each other and just bond over something and also bond over just being like friends with me, you know, like all of us have that in common of like, oh, we're all friends with Janine, you know? And so it was just so sweet and such a good weekend of intentional conversations. And so we did that. We went on the boat and we took such cute pictures and we jammed out to music and it was just so fun. So after that, we went to In-N-Out. We didn't do like a proper dinner because everyone was so tired and we just wanted to get food as fast as we could. So we all got in line for In-N-Out. We waited easily like 30 to 40 minutes in line for food, but went home, did not regret eating that. It was so good. We were all going to watch a movie. We were going to watch Parent Trap. We all got in our little jammies and our robes and stuff. But unfortunately we had a lot of people were leaving at like 9am the next day. So everyone packed up, started cleaning up the house. We didn't really get to watch a movie, but just kind of have to, got to have more conversations with some of the girls because one thing that was actually pretty difficult that I will admit was trying to make sure that I had intentional time with each girl because there were 14 girls there that I wanted to make sure I sat down and had a heart to heart or a moment or like, how are you doing? Give me updates and speaking life into them and just vice versa. And just, you know, catching up with them and seeing how they're doing throughout the weekend and who were they enjoying chatting with and stuff. So even that night, you know, till late in the morning, I was going to different girls rooms being like, okay, I haven't had time with you yet. Let's chat. But it was pretty difficult balancing honestly that many friendships under one house and different dynamics and people from different timelines of my life childhood to California to Dallas to you know all sorts of things like things influencer friends whatever so that was something that was a little bit hard for me but thankfully everyone obviously got along really well and just had a blast so I was really really grateful for that so went to bed again really really late that night because I was packing and spending time with the girls and stuff so the next day I didn't get to sleep in, even though I was like, I'm sleeping until nine in the morning because I got a call from Maddie the next day and she's like, Jay, I have bad news. And I'm like, what? She was ready at the airport and she was, cause she had a 9am flight and mine wasn't till like 3 20 PM. And she was like, I don't know how this happened, but somehow I have your ID and you have mine. And I was like, what? So she tried to leave for her flight and didn't have, um, she didn't have her license. So my friend Sarbertain, so sweet went and brought the ID to her because the airport was only like 18, 20 minutes away. Got my ID back, thank God. And then what was so sweet was that my parents were in San Diego watching my sister's kids because she brought her kids and her husband and they helped my um, brother-in-law babysit my nephews, which they're the cutest little things. So after everybody had left, basically, my family came over to the Verbo and we just chatted and we went out by the pool and we just caught up and I got to chat with my parents and they loved San Diego. My dad was like, oh my gosh, I see why you love the city so much. He's like, this is the most beautiful city I've ever been to. And I was like, I know. I mean, can you see why I kind of want to move here sometimes? It really is so stunning. If you've never been to San Diego, highly recommend. So we had some like good family time that day. My sisters were all there and we all just like ate lunch at the house and it was just so sweet. Then I headed to the airport. I said all my goodbyes, um, posted some photos on Instagram and some TikToks and got to catch up with my sister at the airport. And then I read all the letters from my bridesmaids and my sisters on the plane and just like genuinely started tearing up on the plane and was just reading the words of encouragement. And just like the way my friends, you know, see me and my marriage going forward. I mean, I genuinely just felt so blessed and so honored and affirmed and I was just so grateful for the weekend. It was truly the best. I could not have made it better and was just so grateful for it. And 
I'm just like, oh my gosh. And there's just so much content I have from it. Like I've been trying to like periodically still post it and stuff. Um, but it was just such a great weekend. And so I hope you guys enjoyed the content and my Instagram also recently just hit 400,000 on Instagram, which is so crazy. It was actually my goal at the beginning of this year was me hitting 400 K on Instagram. And it, it's just also so ironic because I told Caleb literally last week, cause I, I can definitely be a little like doubtful in myself and just in general. And I said to Caleb, I was like, Caleb was like, Hey Jay, I feel like you're probably going to hit, um, 400 K soon. And I was like, nah, I really doubt that's going to happen. And I just, I just automatically kind of go to like pessimism, pessimism, pessimism is that the word and he's like jay like yes you will and i literally hit it this weekend and i was like <gasps> and i like texted caleb and i was like caleb like i actually hit it and not that followers matter but it was just like kind of crazy knowing that i had that on my goals and i hit it and i also had a goal for my podcast and i hit that goal like a long time ago and i was like oh my gosh so thank you guys for listening to the podcast and caring because i did hit the goal which is so crazy so that was the weekend and it was honestly so freaking good. Like I am so thankful and I just am like, whoa. So we are now a little less than three months out from the wedding and still have some more things we need to work on like cake and trying to finalize the rehearsal dinner and getaway car, some other random things. But for the most part, everything's done and we are getting closer to the wedding. And this weekend was just so cool because even though you can kind of get wrapped up in like, oh, bachelor weekend, it's about me, which I never wanted to do it was kind of cool to be like, oh, like this is a pre celebration of marriage. This is a celebration of me and Caleb. This is not just a weekend about me. This is a weekend about us and them affirming us as a couple and us as a marriage, you know? And so it was really cool. Like I said, just going from having a lot of past heartbreak and a lot of my friends walking through that with me, most of the girls there had walked through you know, two heartbreaks with me. And some of them have gone through three heartbreaks with me. And so all of them getting to kind of see that and be like, Jay, we've seen you go through a lot and overcome a lot and seen how the Lord has brought you through so much and how much you've grown. Like I genuinely am not the same person as I was four years ago. And honestly, thank God for that. And of course I still have more things to learn and grow in, but I just feel like I would never change a thing. I would never go back. Like I would do the heartbreak all over again if it meant the same results, because those girls were there with me through those times. And that's how a lot of my friendships became stronger. And I've been through some breakups with my friends too, that have experienced that in their own heartbreaks. And, um, it's just so cool to see how the Lord has brought me so far and brought me through so much stuff. And I'm just genuinely like, so grateful for that. And singleness is such a gift. Like I promise you use it so well and just know that your story does not have to look like mine. Your story does not have to look like anybody else's because I remember going to bachelorette weekends being like, I will never get this. Like wholeheartedly, you know, full truth here. Like I would look at these bridesmaids sometimes, sorry, I would look at these brides sometimes at past bachelorettes and I would just feel so jealous. And I think that is an untold thing that a lot of people don't want to admit or aren't willing to confess because it is a little embarrassing of admitting like I'm a little jealous or I am comparing myself or I never think that this will be me. I'm always the bridesmaid, never the bride. But it's just a reminder that God's timing is so unbelievably flawless and it's so appointed and anointed and you have not missed your time with God. And I know you may be like, oh my gosh, how many more weddings do I have to be in until God brings me my person? 
but nothing is wasted. And I don't know all the answers to everything, but God has your story in his hands. He's writing your story. He knows your needs. He knows them more than you do. And I encourage one of my single friends this past weekend of just being like, do not settle. It is never absolutely worth it settling. Someone even just told her recently, someone was like, I really think you need to kind of like let go of the whole Jesus thing because that's probably why you're so single. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Like, that just means like you're not dating the right guys or the right guys just aren't finding you because you should never have to compromise and settle in your morals and your values and your needs, your desires for the sake of just getting married. Like it is literally never worth it. And I promise you guys, like the story or the person that you get may not be what you've expected or what you originally anticipated, but trust God's timing, trust God's plan, be open-handed, be willing to date the unexpected, be willing to go on dates with someone that you may not have said yes with in the beginning. And now you're like, oh my gosh, God, like, thank you that I chose what you wanted for me versus myself, because our hearts are deceitful. Our desires can be so wrong. And I heard this saying that said, you don't date your type, you date your patterns. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, dang. Cause it's so true. Sometimes people are like, no, I'm only willing to date my type. And I'm like, yeah, but what if your type is toxic? What if your type has not worked out for a reason? That's my story. You know what I mean? And so be willing to date outside that box that you've placed inside your mind because God operates so past our mindset. He operates beyond our infinite minds and beyond that infinite box. He's a, he's a God of, of exceedingly and abundantly more than you could ever ask for. So surrender that story to him and trust him with it. And, um, when God is in it, your people will know, you will know. It may take some time. There may be some confusion along the way, but the Lord will confirm it at its proper time, just like he did for me. My story has not been pretty. Even with Caleb, it was a really messy story in the beginning, but I am so grateful that God brought me here and to get to get to have a bachelorette weekend that I've always dreamt of, of me being like, wait, this time we're celebrating me. Like, this is so weird. It was so surreal, but I thank the Lord so much every single day for that because it's just so surreal, you know? And I do want to remind you guys that like marriage is not the pinnacle of success and of you being fulfilled and complete in your life, but it is a good thing. Like the only reason why you should get married is if you genuinely cannot do something apart from your partner. Like whomever you marry should come in and compliment that and exceed that and bless that and benefit that and add to that. If they are taking things away, they're not helping you. They're, they're subtracting. They're not actually partnering with you and blessing your ministry or whatever goals or dreams you have. Maybe reconsider that relationship because, you know, the only reason why you should marry someone is that you can do ministry tenfold with this person. If they don't want to do ministry or, or they don't want to come alongside you and advance the kingdom, then that's not your person. You know, it's not worth it. It genuinely is not worth it, you know? So how will, you, how will you use your singleness now? And then can that person you meet and the person you are with come and add to that and be a blessing to that, an addition to that, you know? So just some reminders that singleness can be very much a good thing. And singleness was really hard for me at times, but also such a blessing because it formed me into who I am now to be a wife. If Caleb had met me, when I was 24, when I met him at his younger age, I would never have been ready for marriage. Like, I don't even think he would have dated me. I don't even think he would have picked me. I would have been too messy. And so the Lord's timing is so perfect of how we met, when we met, the age we met, everything. And I'm like, wow, thank you, God, for your intentionality and your timeline and not mine. And so I'm just reflecting on that and reflecting on friendships of if you want to be a good spouse one day, be a good friend, get good people around you, go to your church, 
get involved in a community group. Like my friend Nicoletta, she was from my small group and she walked through my past breakup with me. And she literally was the reason why I basically met Caleb. She was with me the first time I saw him and the second time I saw him. And then he asked me out on a date. And so just like so cool to see how the Lord even uses his people and you want your friends to see the relationship as a blessing as well. And so, oh my gosh, it was just such a fun weekend. I'm a little tired from it, not going to lie, but I had such a blast and I just wanted a wholesome, fulfilling, refreshing weekend. And so many of the girls left just feeling filled up and encouraged. And so many of them came to me being like, I love your friends or your friends have encouraged me and you've encouraged me and the people you have around me and the way they pray and the way they read and the way you guys do life. Like, I'm so encouraged. And one of my friends literally like bawled her eyes out to me being like, you know, your story with Caleb is something that I'm waiting for. And you guys have encouraged me to show me that good men do exist and that godly marriages are worth waiting for. And I was just like, whoa, like never thought that would be my story, but I'm beyond grateful for it. And like I said, it has not been perfect. So don't compare, you know, my finished quote unquote finished product to maybe your starting product. You know what I mean? because it is a journey and everyone's on their own journey and social media is showing clips of my life. And that's why I love this podcast where I can be a little bit more vulnerable, but yeah, it was the best weekend and I just had so much fun. I'm so grateful for my girls and all the brands and everything. And you guys can check out all the content on my Instagram because it should all be up by now. So I loved it. And I will, um, you know, try to do future content like this in the future if anybody needs anything like that. Okay, so to close out the podcast, I have brought back Caleb. Kebab. Sorry, my bad. Kebab. Do you have any other last minute burning questions before we close out? <sighs> How is that for you, me being gone without you? So the, honestly, I missed you. The first day or two was like, I, was, I told me and Cooper, my buddy, we were driving to the gym. And I was like, dude, I'm kind of sad. I was like, I kind of, I kind of miss her. And then <laughs> Saturday rolled around and college football started. And then I didn't miss you. Were fine. you. I was good. Yeah. And then when you came back, I was like, I'm kidding. Once, so uh, once Sunday hit, I was like, man, really like life without you. I don't know how I did it for 24 years. You know, it's pretty boring. While she was gone, I just, uh, I kept coming over. And uh, I just, I just, yeah. I was chilling here. I kept seeing you on my cameras, like driving my car, coming out of the house. I was like, what is he doing? She has this perfect little uh, granite wall behind her fireplace and you can hit the pickleball uh, against it. And for hours, I'm just like training. I got a big <laughs> match tonight. I no wonder why there were so many marks on the wall. That's not why. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> why, uh. What'd you miss the most? What, what's hard without me? Like for three days, like what, what's the hardest part about being away from me? That's a good question. It is interesting that because I mean, I think in engagement, you really start to see yourself become more of one, even though we're not one yet. I, I remember, I just like kind of miss being like, I just miss having this person I can just like sit with and do nothing. Mm -hmm. Like just the easiness of, well, obviously like we're like, we're best friends. So it's so easy to be around you. And after like four days, I was like, I just want to be back with my person. Also you know? in relationships, you're constantly, you're trying hard not to like, with anybody you're around, you're very cautious of other people's feelings and you don't want to make anyone upset. And obviously we're cautious of each other's feelings. Yeah. But there's a layer of just like comfort. Yeah. With, it's like, 
and trust and just understanding of like, oh, you know my intentions, you know my heart. And yeah. like getting to be so unfiltered with you. Oh my you gosh. Know? Like today, I asked her a question. I didn't like her response to my question. And I said, don't, I, I said, I don't appreciate the response like that. And it's hilarious because it's like with a friend, I wouldn't, like, you, you can't do you that. Just couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't yeah. talk in the same way. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's it, yeah. I'm excited to get married. Me know? too. And also just like, we didn't get to chat nearly as much because he was with Maddie's husband for like two days. And then like I was running around, so we didn't really get to like that, catch up. That was weird not talking all day. Yeah, I wasn't used to that. Yeah. But it was also kind of like cool because, you know, we were still very present where we were and we weren't like dying. But it was also kind of nice being like. Oh, I was dying. Were you? Internally. Like, <laughs> Slowly dying. It felt like we were dating again. And I was like, my, my phone was like rarely going off. And like, yeah, and I was like, dang, I hate this. <laughs> Did you like my outfits? Oh yeah, dude. Which one was your favorite? Um, dude, honestly, the pajama fit was a vibe. What? I just like out the, of all of them, he says the pajama. <laughs> the uh, whenever all the girls were wearing uh, green and you were wearing white. No, I'll take that back. The yacht, you looked pretty fire on the yacht. Thanks, you babe. looked really fire on the yacht. That sounds so conceited. The yacht. I don't even know if that would be considered a yacht. It was I'm a like, boat. is it just a boat? It was a boat. I feel like a yacht is a little different. Yeah, that was like a, you know, it was, it was a, it was a, a pontoon little, boat. Speaking of the pajamas, every outfit was blue and white because that was the theme of the weekend. The reason why my bridesmaids have green robes and pajamas is because our wedding, the colors are green. So they're going to have those robes for the, we the wedding day. And I just went ahead and brought them to them. So if you were ever like, why are they wearing green? That's why. What's it like being, because I'm the groom, but I feel like the woman gets celebrated a lot in this season. <laughs> Are you jealous? No, I'm not jealous. I'm just worried for your sanity when the celebration stops. Because one day. Yeah, you get day, a little hangover. Yeah, like one day. Once we get married, you know, the next celebration is your birthday and when we have kids. You mm, know, There's one more celebration in there that's not announced. You already know. Another celebration. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will, though, say, like, that's maybe a different podcast, but there is so much emphasis on a wedding that I think a lot of girls, after the wedding is over, they genuinely feel so sad. And I do think I might experience that a little Sh bit. I have a confession I was doing while we were- <gasps> What'd you do? Filming. I was thinking, what if we changed the location of our honeymoon? What? Yeah, I was looking. What were you looking at? So, hear me out. So I, well, yeah, first of all, the whole honeymoon has been booked. It's so. well, I got to pay the last de deposit in a week. So we still technically have time. The, the flights are booked. Yeah. But I was looking online. I have a family and friends discount through Hilton and Hilton owns Waldorf Astoria. And we can stay in a Waldorf Astoria in, in Orlando, Paris, <laughs> in Paris oh. for like 1700. Which is okay, bad. but remember how we looked at Europe and it was going to be cold and rainy around that I time? Know. I know, but there was a pickleball Let's court. save that for... Oh my <laughs> gosh. Everything is pickleball related. I'm, a, um, I do got to wrap up, babe. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have a call at 4 p.m. Yeah, we got... What are some things you're going to be doing in this next season to just make your fiancé the happiest man? Like, <laughs> what, what do you think... What do you think intentionality, intentionality looks like for you? Um, well, I think like prioritizing you, 
and <laughs> coming to your pickleball games. Which you're not going to tonight. Well, I can't. Okay. Otherwise, I would. Um, getting off my phone mm. and spending time with you, asking you intentional questions. Mm. Um, watching your favorite shows with you, watching college football with you, and then encouraging you. That's good. Is that good? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, that's good. What else? <laughs> okay, well, let's wrap up. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. It was so fun, and I missed you this weekend, but I had a little too much fun without you. Sorry, babe. We can show receipts. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, check out all the content on my Instagram and TikTok. Thank you guys for listening, and thanks, Kebab, for coming on. Leave them with a laugh. You got to make and, them laugh before you leave. Um, I don't have a laugh. I don't have one. That's you. I'm not the laugh girl. Listen, guys. At the end of the day. He always says that. At the end of the day. Just get out there and go make your money. <laughs> Apparently, people really liked it when he told all the men in the last episode to go Listen, make more money. That's what I need. I feel like I need to like come <laughs> out. I need to make like I need to make a YouTube video. And it's like my statement. <laughs> my truth my truth so the truth is is i feel like i walked back a lot of my comments because i was afraid of the reaction that i was going to get when i told <laughs> men to make more money so i need to I, can i speak from the heart for a sec yeah men need to make more money it's just like they just do <laughs> they just gotta make more money <laughs> make- Remember, like, i was like in the comments, like, I was nervous that people would be mad that you said that. And then all the girls were like, was he wrong? Listen, I was like, no. Proverbs says that a, a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. He does. It's biblical, you know. Yeah, you heard it from God first. <laughs> and then Caleb. Listen, college football is around the corner, men. If you want to watch it, you know what you got to do. And I'll leave you at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Love you, you guys. Thank you for coming to my podcast, Mr. Healthy and Happy. Um, we'll be back at it soon with my lovely fiance. Your teeth are really white. Thank you. Yours are really white. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Are they like they look bad? <laughs> <laughs> I ate so many chips today. <laughs> I don't have like a whole bag of chips before filming this. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me on today's episode of Happy and Healthy. Until next Tuesday when I drop another episode. Stay happy and healthy. Say bye-bye. Bye, guys.